All right. Welcome to week 98, All the Balls. Two more, two more times and we, we can say it. We did it. <laughs> All right. So welcome Almost to two years. Yeah, that's crazy. We're like six episodes away from two years. Thanks, Connor. No, I'm just kidding. That's crazy. I know. We've had, we've had Connor, we've had Keenan, we've had Kessel, we've had Craddy, we've had Doran, we've had Langford, we've had McKinnon, we've had Grandy, we've had Platter, we've had Victor Miller, we've had Romero. Justin Miller, we've had Romero, we've had... Forgetting one. Hirsch Gordon. You're forgetting one more. We've had Keenan. Did I say him? Yeah. Kessel. Craddy. Are we talking about a celebrity or a person? A person. A regular. Was your dad on the show? No. <laughs> Um, Max? No. Bridget? No. Unofficially Bridget. Um, Mark Sessa? No. What's up, Mark? Oh, um, no, Greg was not on This it. was very early in the show. Like, an actual person that we know was on it? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Adria? No. Well, she was sleeping, I think, but... <laughs> was this at Connor's house? Yeah. I have no idea. Chandler Hutchison. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot he was on the show. That's funny. That was real. That was like two years ago. That was like two years ago. Damn. We'll have to have some more random people on the show. We'll have to have a reunion. Yeah. Everybody that's Sean on. Grandy, come on back. Yeah, that'd be nuts. All right, let's get to the show. By the way, Mark, I like the Yankees tonight minus one and a half. So there you go. All right, let's get to the. I like a minus a hundred. Let's get to the show. So. What we did last week, we did it was it was week ninety seven, so we did a review on the era of sports in nineteen ninety seven. So you could probably say the rest. It's week ninety eight. We're doing ninety eight now. If you didn't understand, so basically you can talk about nineteen ninety eight in sports. I screenshot stuff, so I don't have to go looking through all my notes like last awesome. time. So perfect. I don't know anything. Should we start off with the one and only Adam Sandler, the Water Boy? The Water Boy. <laughs> 1998. 1998, The Water Boy. So I got some fun facts. Year of Jake. Good movie, by the way. So 1998 was the year of the water boy, not 484sports.com. Um, let's get to it. What else happened in 1998? Hey, water boy. Yeah, that was a good show. You're fired. I definitely screenshotted this. Um, am I losing my mind here? Oh, yeah. Oh, you know why I didn't screenshot it? I put it in my tabs. Tab it up. All right, so here we go. Let's start. Tabby cat. The World Series champion in 1998. Well, 1997, we already talked about the Marlins. 1998 was the start of the three-time New York Yankees. So he actually swept the San Diego Padres four games to nothing in 1998. Wow. And, yeah, that's the start of three in a row. Who was the MVP? If I had a guess. Hmm. Derek Jeter. Yeah, I was going to say Jeter probably. Well, here you go. MVP of World Series 1998. It was I think it was too early for A-Rod. Not Jorge Soler. What the hell is that? 1998, it was Scott Brosus, third baseman for the New York Yankees. Never heard of him, actually. Wow, he must have gone off. AOCS MVP was David Wells that year, by the way, the big, the big guy. So that was the MVP of the World Series, and the Yankees were the champions. In hockey in 1998 was the Detroit Red Wings. Again? Just, yeah, so they won in 97. They actually swept two years in a row. Holy shmoly. I told you the Detroit Red Wings were good back in the day. And I guess they were. So 1997 and 98, that's actually crazy. Eight straight games and not losing in the Stanley Cup. Yeah, that's nuts. Congrats to the Detroit Red Wings yeah, on... congrats on that thing that happened 25 years ago. Yeah. We're going to go back to the basketball world in 1998. You know who won this year? The Chicago Bulls. Yeah, so we talked... Actually, I thought I was misreading this, but they beat the Jazz 4-2 both years. Yeah. 97 and 98. I didn't realize it was 4-2. So, Chicago Bulls, Michael Jordan was the MVP, I assume? Shocker. He was? Yeah, definitely. I don't think he ever didn't win finals MVP. And then, moving on... Correct me if I'm wrong there. No, he won all three years. Joe in New Hampshire. How about all six years? I mean, yeah, the next three, too. And then, moving on to the NFL, the Super Bowl. Well, actually, I'm kind of... Because we talked about... We talked about the 96 Super Bowl on last year's show. I mean, on last week's show. Why did you do that? Because you said something about the season. 1997. I want to talk about the Super Bowl of... The year. The year... I want to talk about this one, but you're going to talk about that one. So, to make this less complicated, last year, the 97 year was 
The New England Patriots losing to the Green Bay Packers. That's not what we talked about, though. We talked about Dallas-Pittsburgh last week. No, we talked about Denver-Green Bay. Yeah, we did. It's because you said the 97 yeah, that, season. that is what I wanted. We're, we're on the right track. Yeah, so now we're going to the 99. Now the Super Bowl happened in 1999. But the 98 the season, season. was 98. And the Super Bowl was the Denver Broncos winning again against the Atlanta Falcons, 34-19. to in Pro Player Stadium in whoa, Miami. Whoa, whoa, wait a second, wait a second. Okay. De- Denver beat it. Atlanta. Yeah, I got it. So Denver Broncos won two Super Bowls in a row. What up, Sarah Kendo? They made three in a row. Yeah, so that was back when Elway was the king of football. And I assume John Elway was a Super Bowl MVP as well in 1998. Maybe. So those were the champions in 1998. And then I went to see what else happened. And there weren't too many exciting things. But one thing did stand out to me. And it was the NBA had a lockout that year. Wow. Which I think that was the f- second. There was another lockout that happened after that. Not including, in 2011. Not including the COVID stuff, which was kind of... There was a lockout in 2011. Yeah, there was. And then Kerry Wood tied a major league record by striking out 20 guys in a game in 1998. That's pretty impressive. Whoa. It's a lot of strikeouts. David Wells pitched a perfect game for the Yankees. And Mike Tyson got into more legal trouble the year after his ear was bitten off. Nope. He bit... I mean, the year after he bit someone's ear off. And then we talked about the Red Wings, and then there was one more thing that actually happened. One of the greatest home run chases in MLB history took place between Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa that year. 61 and 62 home runs apiece. I mean, damn. Holy shit. It's like Aaron Judge and Jackie Bradley going on a chase this year. Yeah. They're going to combine for 70. No, actually, McGuire finished with 70, and Sosa finished with 66. Whoa. And the Yankees dominated baseball. 114 wins and 48 losses. Damn, damn, damn. So that's pretty impressive. Jake, anything else you remember from that year? Year? Being born. Yeah. So that's what happened in 1998. Next year, we'll talk about 1999. All right, let's get to these um, trivia trivia questions. So me and Jake each did a 10-question contest, a quiz. Oh, yeah, by the way, Brogdon and Gallinari spoke to media today. I watched some of it. It was yeah, pretty cool. Quote by Brogdon. I want to add to the recipe, not disrupt it. I mean, that makes kind of kind of sense. If you're Brogdon honest. is going to be perfect for the Celtics. Yeah, Brogdon's definitely more important. They were talking about today how Gallinari, like we know what to expect. Well, he'll be a great bench. Player. He'll come off the bench, play. But Brogdon, we're going to have to figure out his situation with Derek White, with Marcus Smart. Was he? Is he I gonna, think Brogdon's better than Derek White. The role coming off the bench, yeah, easily. Coming off the bench, a lot of people were saying how a lot of people don't want to come off the bench just because it's like... He said he, he is going to come off the bench. Yeah, I think Brogdon's going to come off the bench. Brogdon said, I want to be the sixth man. They were talking on the radio how it's like, I mean, a lot of NBA players don't want to say they, they want to say they're a starter. And a lot of, a lot of it comes from yeah, at well, the beginning of games. Get over it and win a championship. And at the beginning of games when they say, 6-5 from Virginia. They're not going to say that when he's coming off the bench. Maybe they will. All right, so let's get to the um, trivia questions. 10 each, I believe we did. Yeah. Who wants to start? Why don't I ask you first? Oh, I don't know what that's at. Mine are hard. They are? Really hard. Let me look them over real fast. Do you want to start? I'm going to say you get one, two, three, I'm going to say you get, the over-under is four and a half. Four and a half. What? Which will you take? I said for years it's five and a half. Okay. I'm which, take. I'm taking the over. You're gonna take the over. Wait, is it multiple choice or like fill in the blank or? There is one multiple choice question and one question that is a fifty fifty guess. And then the rest are just. I have to know the answer. Yeah. Oh, so see, yours is. Never mind. I'll, I'll probably take. Yours is th- two, three. Four. Four of the ten are multiple choice. And you have my over-under at five and a half? No, six and a half. Six and a half. All right. Six and a half is a good number. I forgot about a question. Mine's four and a half for you, and I'm going to take the under. Damn. I mean, I probably would, too, if it's fill in the blank. But Okay. Here's the first question. All right, so you're going first. Yep. And by the way, if you guys want to know the breakdown, I did three NBA... Let me count mine. I did three NBA. I did the sports that you like the most. More. Thank you. Three NBA. Three NFL. Two MLB. 
one NHL and one WWE. Great. I have, let's see, one, two, Bick and back, three, four, five, six NBA questions, one, two NFL questions, one baseball MLB question, and one NHL question. So it's a nice, nice mix. Yep. All right, you ready for question number one? They're going to be one. all over the place. You're going to be like, what the f- what the F? Did you come up with them or did you look them up? I came up with all of them on my own. Damn. Okay, you ready? Mine's like 50-50 split. Name eight players on the Oklahoma City Thunder roster. What? Currently? Yeah. I'll write this down. Eight players in the Thunder roster? Right now. We got Josh Giddy. One. I love how that's the first name that comes up. We got Shet Holmgren. Two. We got Lugenze Dort. Three. Is that even, his full name? I don't even know how you pronounce it. Dort, Lugenze Dort, something like that. We got S G A. Shea Gilgis Alexander. We have the one and only Darius Baisley. That's five. Now it gets tricky. We have the one and only Trey Mann. That's six. I can give you one more that I know for sure. Did you do this before you actually did it? No. We've got... One more starter you're missing. We got Jalen Williams. Yes. From Santa Clara. Yep. That is seven. And then... I think that's right. He's on that team, isn't he? I'd look it up just to double check. I'm going to look it up to be sure. So we got Giddy, we got Chet Holmgren, we got Dort, we got SGA, we got Baisley, we got Trey Mann, we got Jalen Williams... Jalen Williams. Jalen Williams, the kid from Santa Clara. Do you have to look at? Um. It says he's a Nick. No, he's definitely not a Nick. Go to his Wikipedia. Oh no, 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 you're right, you're right. Thunder. Okay. And then we got Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Good. That's eight. Was that the start you were talking about? No. Wait, and then. Just for shits and giggles. Um, do they still have Mike Muscala? I doubt it. That guy's definitely not in the league. Is that still Derek Favors? Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, right, well, that's eight, so. Bang! You already had eight. Do you think that was one of the ones I was going to get? No. I'm surprised you didn't say one of the ones. A starter. No more to kill Harry. What's up, Matt? Pokashevsky. Oh, yeah, Alexis Pokashevsky. Yeah. Okay. That's one correct. Good job. Who else do they have? Yeah, Alexis Pokashevsky. Yeah. Okay, number two. This is an MLB question. Do I have to do a lot of more writing, by the way? No, this one... Like for any of this them? This one's just a... Keep that you either open. know it or you don't. The, you're going to be like, what the... F-? For MLB? Yeah. Who is the White Sox all-time home run leader? Frank Thomas. That's correct. That was easy. That was a good one. That just came out of left field. <laughs> Good one. Um, who was the NBA Finals MVP in 2004? Mm, wait, NBA Finals MVP in 2004? Yes. 2004, the thing is you got to think of the game, but I'm not completely sure if I know what one it was, but I think I might. I'm going to go with Dirk Nowitzki. Incorrect. He didn't win a championship till 2011. Oh my god, you're right. Um, that was 2011? That was the wrong finals, by the way. It was? The, the Heat and the Mavs played in 2006. Yeah, I was thinking of that. In 2004, the finals MVP was... Pistons? Chauncey Billups. Ah, shit! I said Pistons, too. That's an incorrect answer. They beat the Lakers. Dirk was the MVP, though, I think, when they won it. I'm pretty sure. In 2011? He had it. Of course he was. He went off. Okay. In no particular order. This is name, four? Yeah. This is question four. In no particular order, name the top five NFL touchdown leaders of all time. Of all time in no yeah. order. In no particular order. Jerry Rice. I'm receiving. I'm sorry, passing. Oh, most touchdowns quarterbacks? Passing. Well, it could be a receiver, I guess, but he'd have to throw a lot. 
Yeah, like Edelman or something. You probably call him a quarterback. Um, Yeah. Tom Brady. Yes. Peyton Manning. Yes. Joe Montana. No. He's not on the list anymore? Nope. Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Brady Manning Rodgers. We're taking an incorrect here off that off that poor guess. Hmm. John Elway? No. I'll give you a hint. Both these players are definitely Hall of Famers. I mean, those are all Hall of Famers. Dan Marino? If not now, then in the future. Dan Marino? Um, no, to Dan Marino. Ben Roethlisberger? No. The first three were easy. You're, f- okay, so just so you know. Terry Bradshaw? No, but just so you know, you named number one, number three, and number five. I'm not looking at the comments. It gotta be. It gotta be kind of recent. I feel like too, but it's can't be Russell Wilson. No way. <laughs> Brady, Rogers, Manning. It's not Montana. Nope. It's Brett Favre. Yep. It's not Montana. It's Brett Favre. And then five. So Favre was fourth. So missing two. The number two all time qu- quarterback. NFL touchdown passing. Johnny United and Toronto. You're missing like a very obvious name here. I'm surprised this is the one you're stuck on. Well, thank you. I don't think it's a guy that's still in the league right now. That's correct. Because it's not Mahomes. He hasn't been in the league long enough. And you already said Brady and Rodgers. I've said like the best quarterbacks of all time. You're missing missing one. I said Peyton. I said Rodgers. I said Brady. I said Marino. I said Elway. I said United. I said Bradshaw. I don't think it's Steve Young. No way in hell is it Steve you're Young. Wait, you're overthinking this so hard. Should be a guy that just comes comes to mind? Yeah. It's going to be a good team, then. They're pretty good. Does the comment say it? Because I don't want to look. Uh, yes. It does say it? Yeah. The guy? Yeah, Matt Dorn got it. Really? Yeah. Damn. Um, and no, Matt, it was not Tony Romo. What? One of his things said Tony Romo. Was it Troy Aikman? No. I thought you said that to, to stump me. No, I'm telling you, this is like, you're, if you haven't gotten it now, you're never getting it. What, it should be easy? Yeah. Houston, Tennessee. I said Manning. It's not Manning. Houston, Tennessee. It's no one on Jacksonville. No. It's not Philip Rivers. You're going by team? No. Nah. I was thinking of like the, the big teams. Like Jacksonville. Who was five, you said? Rogers. Four was Favre. Three was Manning. Two was... Oh, it's Drew Brees. That's right. Oh, my God. I completely forgot about Drew Brees. So, you, big L on that question. I only got four out of five. Yeah, but you you guessed a lot. Um, Drew Brees. Hint, NFC South. Hint, NFC South. Okay. The number five question. So, I'm two for four. You're going to love this. With 421 touchdowns, who is the number six all-time NFL passing touchdown leader? Oh, my leader? God. Probably something I said. That is correct. Fuck. Joe Montana. No. You're going to be like, really? Troy Aikman. No. One more guess. Gotta be something kind of recent. Tony Romo? Yeah, right. That is incorrect. Roethlisberger? That is incorrect. Who is it? Philip Rivers. Oh, I said him? You did. Um, All right, two for five. You are two for five. Okay, I'm going to name a list of NBA players. Are you ready? Ready. James Worthy, Dennis Rodman, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul. Which player did not make the NBA Anniversary 75 team. Wait, what did you say the players again? James Worthy, Dennis Rodman, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul. I think it was Chris Paul. Could be. I'll wait for the final answer. Yeah, Chris Paul. That is incorrect. Shit. 
The answer is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Did he make it? No. That's retarded. I think he was, like, too early. I don't think they'd given out the second MVP. Yeah, but he's obviously better than Worthy all time than Rodman. Let me check the list again. Maybe I made a mistake. Rodman averaged, like, nine points a game for his career. Yeah, but he won three championships. I don't give a shit. Let me, ch- let me check again to make sure I didn't miss Giannis's name. He didn't make the... No, he's... Oh, he is on the list. I apologize. Yes. Bum question. They're all on yes. the list. Free point. All right, so we're still two for four. Now it's out of nine. No, you're two for five. I mean, yeah. It, but it's now an out of nine test. Free point. Which NHL team once made 10 consecutive Stanley Cup final appearances. Montreal Canadiens? That is correct. Yes. Three for six. Needed that one. Okay. Who? Doctor Who. Ha ha ha, no. Who is the third different player in terms of NBA single game scoring all time? So no repeats. Wait, what? No repeats. <laughs> the third different one. No repeats. Who's the third player? In points per game? Single game. Oh, behind Kobe and him. Wilt? Correct. Wilt has gotten other ones that are higher, but I'm asking you who the third different player is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Not LeBron. No. LeBron. I don't even think LeBron's like in the top like five. Hmm. I'm going with Kareem. Is that your final answer? Yeah. That is incorrect. The answer is David Thompson with 73. Oh my god. I would have never fucking even thought of him. Okay. Name this year's all NBA first team. The one that just came out? Yes. Oh, shit. I didn't even see it. Giannis. That is correct. Durant. That is incorrect. Durant didn't make it? No. That is dumb. Why is that dumb? Durant should have made it. Not when you hear the rest of the list. Luca. That is correct. Yeah, Lucas should have made it. Giannis should have made it. You're, for, you're made forgetting it. the current MVP of the NBA. Yeah, I know, but I'm trying to like do the position list thing, but I don't think they're doing position list. Not that, uh, next year, I think they are. They they should have done that. Because mm-hmm. Embiid should have made it, but he did not. Embiid's not on it. No. Who else was there? The current MVP of the NBA. Ja Morant. That is incorrect. He didn't make it? Nope. You're failing. You think I'd get this one? Yeah. Would you like the list? Good thing I got Frank Thomas. Would you like the list? No, let me see if I can, can get the rest. I know Steph Curry made it. No, he did not. He didn't? No. Who was the point guard then? Technically, Devin Booker. See, that's why this is so stupid. They picked two guards, two forwards, and a center. Who else made it? Jason Tatum. He was in the first team? Yeah. And Doncic. I said Doncic. I'm sorry, Jokic. Oh, yeah, fucking Jokic. I said the current MVP twice, and you didn't say his name. Okay, incorrect. Four for nine. Four for The eight. last one is a 50-50 chance. In Allen Iverson's career, did he average over or under 25 points per game? I think he averaged like 26.1. Over. That's close. The correct answer is over 26.7. Damn. Got it. Got five right, right? So out of nine, now we're out of nine, you got one, two, three, four. So, I will award you the win for over four and a half because I took away a question that you could have answered. So, get five for ten. But yeah, your yeah, guess yeah. was an unanswerable one. Um, 
Well, I'm gonna have to go under with Jace now because he can't. He has to get them all right. I don't know you gotta get them all right. Well, I can just get like a half point. No, there's no half points in this. No half points. So not too bad. Not too bad for for the J man. Now I we thought got. He, I thought he'd do better. Now we gotta look away for Jake. All um, right. Yeah, I'm not looking. I'm, I'll be back here. Number one NHL question, multiple choice. Which NHL team has won the most Stanley Cups? A. Chicago. Yeah. B. Toronto. Yeah. C. Montreal. D. Detroit. Montreal. Yep. That kind of had to do with your question. Bonus. How many? Twenty-four. Yes. You know that. You knew that. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Number two. Multiple choice. Who leads the Yankees all-time in home runs? A, Alex Rodriguez. B, Babe Ruth. C, Mickey Mantle. Or D, Mark Teixeira. Um. Oh, very. Oh, awesome players. Well, I'm going to eliminate A-Rod because... He spent a considerable amount of time not on the Yankees. Okay. So, I'm going to go with Mickey Mantle. And you're right, it is not A-Rod. Was it Babe Ruth? But you're wrong, it was Babe Ruth. <laughs> Damn it, I knew it would be. If I didn't know that, I mean, I would have thought it was close between them. Mickey Mantle, Matt, Matt said it afterwards. All right, so Jake is one for two. I just added Mark oh, Teixeira. I got the bonus question. Mark Teixeira was like a dumb one to add. But, but I got the bonus question, right? Yeah. Number three, another baseball question. This is not multiple choice. Oh, boy. What three teams did the Red Sox beat in their last four World Series titles? Oh, my God. Three teams because they beat one of the same teams twice. I don't know. Um, so they won in 2004, 2007, yep. 2013, and 2018. Yep. But... Three teams because one of them they beat twice. Yeah. Um, so what three teams did the Red Sox beat in their last four World Series rings? We were all alive. Yeah. Um, you got to remember some of them. I got nothing, man. Um, but I'll think about it for a second. Um, nope, don't look. Matt Doran, you are correct. With all of them? Yeah. Wow, he rattled that off quick. Um, I'm going to go with the... Nothing's jumping out at me. Nice job, Matt. Let's go. Nothing's really jumping out. Let's go, Matt. Um, the... The, the, the. Man, I hate, like, all of my options here. V, V, and V. I will go with the... Uh, these are total shot in the dark. So, I'm going to go with the... Matt gave you a hint. They're on the NL. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, you no shit. Um, the no. Dodgers. Correct. Great. That was the last one. Yep. That, that one sort of stuck out. Um... How about the... The Tigers? No, they're in the American League. I thought they were. <laughs> um, the Brewers? No. The Twins? American League. Really? Yeah. Um, the Padres? National League. But yeah, no. I know. Um, Are you ready? The Rockies? Yes. All right. Yeah, the Rockies. 2007. Yep. And then, which one are we waiting on here? 2004 one, and 2013. The one that they beat twice. To reverse the curse. And they did in 2013. The marathon bombing year. The Rangers. I thought you'd get this one, not the Rockies. But no, the Rangers are American League. Okay, what is it? Cardinals. No, I wouldn't have got that. St. Louis. All right, so Jake is now one for three. Shoot. That's why we're on to number four. NFL question, multiple choice question. Who was the last team to join the NFL? A, the Arizona Cardinals. B, the Houston Texans. C, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ooh. 
and D, the Carolina Panthers. Oh, man. It's definitely between the, the Texans and the Jags. Um, do the Oilers count? I'm just counting the, the teams that I said. What do you mean, do they count? Wasn't Houston, like, a different team? Yeah, I'm just the actual team. So, like, Jacksonville Jaguars, Houston Texans, okay. Carolina Panthers. Um, Arizona Cardinals. Sure. New England Patriots, not Boston Patriots. Okay. This is big. Is either two for four or one for four. Which way are we going? Final answer. Matt Doran, you are wrong. Final answer, Jaguars. And Jake Platter said what Matt said. So you're both wrong. It's the Texans. It's the Texans. Yeah, damn it. Houston Texans, the last team to enter the league. When? It's like 2002, I think it's said. Look how that's going for you guys. Not too good. All right, question five. Is another NBA question. Mm-hmm. No multiple choice. Don't need it. Who is numbers one, two, and three all time in NBA triple doubles? Oh my God. Okay. Um, number one is Russell Westbrook. Correct. With one ninety four. Number two is Magic Johnson. No, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I take that back. I took it back before you said anything. Number two. Is Oscar Robertson correct with one eighty one? Yeah, and number three. I might have to just guess. Fat Lever. <laughs> Fat Lever. That was funny. Magic Johnson. <laughs> Magic Johnson's three. Shit. So Russell Westbrook, Oscar Robertson, and Magic Johnson, you sort of got it, but I Fat have to Lever. say it's now. So Jake's one for five. Don't forget about Fat Lever. Jake is one for five halfway through. Number six, this is our WWE multiple choice question. Who has the most wins all time at WrestleMania? A, John Cena. B, The Big Show. C, Hulk Hogan. And D, The Undertaker. This guy with is was a combined twenty five and two at WrestleMania. Holy shit! Anyone? <laughs> I'm gonna. I mean, The Undertaker. Correct. All right. Yeah, he won like seventeen in a row at one point. Oh my god! I don't know why they didn't just have him go out undefeated. Why did he lose his last? Like two? obviously they control the storyline. Did he lose his last two? No, I think he came back and won one. He might have beat like Brock Lesnar or something. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> So Jake is two for six with the WWE question being one of them. That's funny. All right. Number seven. This is another NFL question. Great. Who are currently no multiple choice? Who are currently the the five longest tenured head coaches with one team in the NFL? Oh, my God. In no order. No, but I put it in the order. Okay, in no particular order. You probably know number one. Belichick. Belichick, 2000. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, Tomlin. Correct. Number three, 2007. He's number three? Yeah. Like okay. the third longest tenure with okay. one team. Let me, let me think about this. There's a lot of turnover. Yeah, there is a lot. Um, but these five make sense. Sure. Um, Harbaugh. Number four, 2008. So you get the second and fifth. Yep. Um, this is tough. There's been a lot of movement. Actually, this is kind of a bad question. I just realized the guy that's second is not the head coach anymore. Oh. So we both got bad questions. Well, that's not fair. Um, I'm guessing your answer is Sean Payton. Yeah, I wrote Payton in 2006. Um, well, Jake can still get the question right if he gets the last one, though. So who's the other guy? I have an idea. I'm just trying to think of anyone that has been around longer than him. Oh, you know what? I Okay, so here's... I'll tell you what. I was going to say Andy Reid, but I know... Good, because that was sixth. I now know the answer is Pete Carroll. Correct, 2010. All right, great. Jake got the question right. Yes. Yeah, Andy Reid was sixth. Well, now fifth, really. But yeah, good job. Number eight now. This question... Is a question that is multiple sports. Oh boy. Not multiple choice because it's one answer. What's the only city 
in the United States that has all of their major sports teams with the same color. I saw this on the computer. Like, I really actually, need to think about that. I'm like, that's actually a pretty cool question. Only um, one city has all of their teams with the same color. It's colors. Yeah. Um, I'm eliminating teams in my head, just so you know. Yeah, I mean, you can eliminate them all pretty fast. Cause I have like, an idea. I do have a very off-the-cuff idea that I'm thinking about. Um... So he's three for seven right now. Why you gotta be so Um I don't wanna waste the show's time, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna guess. Are you ready? Yeah, what's, what's your guess? I'm going to guess Dallas. Wrong. Okay. The correct answer is a team that has three sports with no basketball team. In their oh, teams. that's not fair. I thought you just said all major sports. Yeah, I didn't say they didn't have one. Oh. I mean, you can guess again. They don't have a basketball team. They don't have a basketball team? That's going to make it really hard for me to get it. Um, That's why I did it. Is it a city or a state? I mean, Dallas doesn't have a baseball team. True. I was trying to think for a while, and then I, I was leaning towards the Texas Rangers just being included. Um, There's only like eight or nine cities that have all four. Yeah. I mean... Uh, Matt, you're wrong. Is it in the United States? Yeah. Um... All the same color. Cor- well, correct the mundo. And they don't have a basketball team. Correct the mundo. Do they share one color or all colors? Um, it's really all colors. Interesting. It's a tough one, but when you think about it, you'll be like, you know what? Correct. Oh, you know what? I know the answer. What is it? Actually, I don't know the answer because I take back what I was just about to say. Wait, what were you going to say? DC, but I know the commanders are not right. the same color. Um, and there's no basketball team. What, I'm going to go with Buffalo. The correct answer is a team with uh, a city with the teams. Penguins, Steelers, Pirates. Yep. Pittsburgh. Yep. Black and yellow, black and yellow. Good one. Thank you. Here all week, try the veal. All right. Number nine and ten are both basketball questions. So maybe Jake can finish this off on the right the right way because he has three right. Here we go. Three for eight. Number nine, who's the all-time NBA blocks leader? Oh, my God. No multiple choice. Well, blocks were not counted when Bill Russell played. But Correct. They say he would have it. Correct. Um, I don't know, Elijah one. Correct answer is Hakeem Olajuwon. Sweet. Four for nine. Trying to finish five for ten like I did, and I think he will. In the 1998 NBA draft, because this is week 98 of the show. Yeah, I know the answer. What pick was Paul Pierce? Oh, shit. Um, Bonus question. Who went before him? Directly before him? Yeah. 1998 draft. What pick was Paul Pierce? Oh, I, I get it confused. Um, Pierce... You thought I was doing something else? Pierce was... 12th. Is that right? You want to tell me if you're right or wrong? Tell me if I'm right. Wrong. Was he 9th? Wrong. He was 10th. Right. Okay. 9th was... I'm going to throw two names out there. It was one of these two players. And you don't have to tell me which one it was because I'll decide after I name the two players. Vince Carter and Dirk DeWiskey. You're right about one of them. Yeah. Um, and directly before him was Nowitzki. Yep. All right. Hey, at least you got both bonus questions. Yeah, that counts as a point. All right, so we both got five. Yes. 
Good job. Good question. Those are those are some good questions to keep and ask people. Actually, they are good. It's like bar trivia questions. Yeah, those were tough. That make, makes you think. That made me think. All right, let's do some more thinking. What in 1998? Name someone you know besides yourself that was born that year. Um, well, I was born in 97. <laughs> name someone besides myself. How about like half my friends? Matt Doran. <laughs> Matt, you were probably born. Yeah, like what? I, I was born in 97 though. So, all right. So, moving to some baseball items real quickly. Speaking of rivalries, Jake, did you get to... Thank you. Did you get to see any of the Red Sox-Yankees series that happened this past weekend? No. Well, it started off bad. They lost the first two, but then they won the final two. So, you know yes. what? They split 2-2 two to, two to two with the best team in baseball. I would take that as a win from a Red Sox fan perspective. We brought their win percentage down. Hey, we did. And they're, going, they're trying to go for the most wins in MLB history this year. And right now... Well, that 2-2 two, two series ain't going to help. They're pretty close right now. But overall, in the series, I was impressed with the fight that the Red Sox showed in those final two games. I was at game one. They lost 6-5. to five. The second game was a horrible game. Jake and Joe's night, they got killed. And then game three, they came back and won an extra innings. Game four, they scored nine unanswered runs to come back and win that game as well. And listen, we're talking about a Red Sox team that we had high expectations for this season. Things aren't going as as hopeful as we thought they would go at the beginning of the year. But to split against a Yankees team with the amount of talent that they have and the amount of pitching they have and the best team in baseball, I'm taking that as a win. But then they go out and lose the first game in the Rays last night. So you know what? That's the, that's the story of the year it's been. They've been back and forth. Overall, two games to two, I'll take it. And right now, they're three and four against the Yankees this year with still 12 games to go. Three more coming up before the All-Star. Not bad. Break. So you know what? If you go 500, they were saying on the radio, if you can go 500 against the Yankees, the Blue Jays, and then make sure you win Baltimore about 13 of those 19 games, you're destined to make the playoffs. And right now, they're, they'd be the first wild card team out of the American League. So not, not too bad. Speaking of rivalries, Jake, since I, I mentioned the Red Sox-Yankees, what are your top five rivalries in all sports? You writing down? Nope. I didn't. Well, here we go. Let's think about it. Here we go. Number five for me. Okay. Is the Celtics versus the Lakers. That's number five? I'm doing, yeah. I don't think it, it got the juice it used to anymore. It doesn't, but, I mean, what are you going to say? Like, Cavs-Warriors? Like, that's the, that's the hottest rivalry in basketball. Celtics-Lakers. I think it, it always will be. Yeah, it definitely is. There's no basketball rivalries anymore. I mean, what do you got? Denver against Dallas? Like, no, but you could say rivalries aren't really a thing anymore in general. I hate to you say, could it. say yeah, they aren't. But you could say like the Celtics and the Heat or something. Question: Should the Sox consider using Sale in the bullpen? No, no you get a starter. No, he's a starter. Um, he's starting tonight. Okay, I mean, I guess, but you you do think that that's the hottest rivalry in all yeah, basketball? Yeah, it's my only NBA one I have. Fine. So if you want to put them fifth, that's fine. Um, I was going to use them at some point, so I agree with you. I think also the sports that I'm talking about next is more of an actual rivalry aspect. Baseball. Yeah, baseball. I think baseball, when you're at a game, more of a rivalry. So number four for me is a baseball rivalry, and it's not the Red Sox-Yankees. No, they're higher up. It's the Subway Series, the Yankees-Mets. Huge rivalry. 30 they don't play as often, though. Only one time a year. Sometimes they don't even play, actually. But I've never been to one of those games, but I hear if you do go to the, one of those games, it's a bucket list item. Those teams... Hate each other. Not really? as much as Yankees Red Sox, but just to see who owns the city. You know what the Red Sox and Mets just did this year, which I actually saw this morning. The Red Sox on their Instagram posted vote Mets, and the Mets on their Instagram posted vote Red Sox to get more votes for the Met and basically piss off the Yankee fans. Nice. So I'll take it. Okay. Number three for me got to be the best rivalry in hockey, and a lot of these involve Boston because it's Boston. But got to be um, Bruins Canadians. I mean, especially. You think? I think I put hockey ahead of basketball just because of the fighting, the aspect of hockey fans with that. But the Celtics and Lakers have played like 20 yeah. times in the finals. Yeah, and, and Bruins Canadians can't do that because they're in the same same division. But And I think maybe that's why. They, they see each other more in hockey. Just You don't just fucking beat the living hell out of your, each other every time you see each other. Number two. Got to be football, right? College basketball. College basketball? Duke, North Carolina. Yeah, that's a good one. Hey, you're on the same, you're on Tobacco Road, go down the street. These teams hate each other. It's college, college kids get a little raunchy. And one got to be Red Sox Yankees, I think. Even though it it doesn't have the juice it used to. I was at the game they, on Thursday night. They seem to take turns being good. Yeah, it doesn't have the same juice. There's no fights anymore like there used to be. What do you say? Sox Yankees, Celtics Lakers. 
Patriots, Giants, I, I mean, the Super Bowl is bad. I just don't think it's really considered that much yeah, of a rivalry. Yeah, I mean, I think you're just being a homer here by putting four Boston series Did I put four in, the top, in the top four. Yankees, um, Mets. But, I yeah, I have to disagree with Pats, Giants also because, like— Army-Navy is a huge rivalry, by the way. I'm, I was thinking about Whatever, that. It's man. coming to Gillette. The, yeah, I got to disagree with, with Pats, Giants just because— I mean, two Super Bowls were crushing— Absolutely. Good date. Absolutely. But I guarantee you the next time the Patriots play the Giants, I'm not going to treat it like we're getting revenge for a Super Bowl. Yeah, seriously. We don't care about them at all. We know they're never going to win against. We don't care. All right. So moving on. So that's the rivalry stuff. Jay, can you do the show next Monday, by the way? I'm just wondering. I think- no, I cannot. I will, I will be in Foxwoods. Monday night at Foxwoods. Monday night at Foxwoods. All right. No, because I was going to say we're going to skip the All-Star stuff. We could do it Monday, but we'll do it now. Because... Monday would have been before the All-Star game. All right, so All-Star game thoughts really quick for baseball before we get to the um, the NFL depth charts. Jake, you probably have not seen who they announced. I'll take this out for a second. You probably haven't even thought to look who they announced for the All-Star game in baseball yet. Oh, jeez, what did I just click? I have no idea. Um, I think I clicked on someone's live video by accident. All right, so Jake, for the All-Star game, the All-Stars got announced. The Red Sox had two All-Stars, Xander Bogarts and Rafael Devers. But it was announced today that J.D. Martinez will make the Austin game as a replacement. So now they have three. Yay. So congrats to J.D. Martinez. Really quick, I don't know if Jake doesn't know, but the snubs, in my opinion, from the All-Star game, I think the biggest snub overall was Austin Riley out of the National League. Third baseman that has 24 home runs for the Atlanta Braves this season. Great average. They a lot in the Derby. A lot of RBIs. They haven't announced the Derby yet. But the main reason why he got snubbed is because there's so many good third basemen in the National League, and apparently they think Manny Machado and someone else is ahead of him. So he's the biggest snub to me from the National League. Brandon Drury also, I believe, should have made it for the Cincinnati Reds. Who shouldn't have made it? Luis Castillo. The, the rule is each team has to have at least one all-star. So the Reds stink, and they had their they took their pitcher over their 20-home run guy. And then I'm being a little bit of a homer here, but I think Christian Vasquez should have got the nod over Jose Trevino catching-wise. for the that That is absurd. I think it's because it's New York, but... Jose Trevino is an all-star. That's like the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Let me. He was basically he's averaging 261 batting average with seven home runs. Come on, I mean he's an all-star. Christian Vasquez's stats are definitely better. I mean they're not eye popping. 290 average with five home runs. I mean that's you could totally take one over the other. Vasquez's average is 30 points higher than Trevino. Yeah, but two more home runs and a better team. So stupid, Jose Trevino being an all-star. The guy's an afterthought when it comes to the baseball. The Yankees would be saying the same thing if Vasquez was an all-star. And I think John Schreiber should have been an all-star. He's pitching his ass off of the Red Sox. By the way, what Freddie— about Dave? Yeah. No, I, I hope. And Freddie Freeman got snubbed a little bit, I think. He's still Freddie Freeman. But overall, all-star game thoughts. Who had the most appearances? I have no thoughts. Do they— um, Mike Trout, Did they still play for game. home field? No, they got rid of that a couple years ago, which— That made it interesting. The guys with the most all-star no, appearances— nothing? Yeah, just— more money. Wait, let me guess. Most all-star appearances. I said it. But he oh, players? Yeah. Miguel Cabrera. No, he didn't. Actually, he got elected, but he wasn't voted. Him and Pujols got elected. But, yeah, it's definitely him and Pujols. But the guys that got voted, it's Trout's 10th all-star game. Bryce Harper's 7th all-star game. Oh, I thought you meant all-time. Oh, no. Jose Altuve's 8th all-star game. Those are the guys I'm pretty sure were the most, unless I'm missing anyone. Cole's 5th. There's a lot of half of these guys is their first All Star game, and the Yankees had what they had. Cole made it, Clay Holmes Judge. made it. Their closer Cortez Judge. Giancarlo. I don't think Giancarlo made it. Lemayhew. They have like six guys. I think they had five. And Trevino, of course, friggin' made it. Maybe Lemayhew didn't make it. I don't think Lemayhew did. But yeah, that's that's my thoughts on some of the snubs for the All Star game. Jake, before we get to the NFL depth charts, um, any thoughts on? The NBA approving the playing game on like a contract basis. They were doing it year to year, but now they're saying they want it every single season, which looks like that's going to well, be the case. I've grown to like I, it a little bit. I understand bit. for, for money purposes why they do it. Um, that makes sense. But I don't think it belongs in the game. I think that there's an 82-game season for a reason, and a team that is... 10 games under 500 at the end of the year should not have a chance to even sniff the playoffs. And 
by doing this play in tournament, you're allowing that. And I don't really agree. I don't think a 10 seed, I don't think the 20th best team in the NBA should have a shot at the NBA championship. So I have to, I have to say I don't like it. Yeah, I completely agree. Only thing I will say is I have grown to like the playing games. It does make things a little bit interesting, even though I still think— Yeah, you get to see who is going to be eliminated in the first round. Yeah, and I still think that format should be the same format it's been for years with the 1-8, but it does make, I guess, more teams making the, the league. I mean, all these superstars you want to see, sometimes some superstars on teams don't get the advantage of being one of the eight best teams in the conference, and you, they get that ninth or tenth thing, and then they, they win the game, they, they make the playoffs— and overall, from an NBA viewership, it just makes it more interesting, and that, that's what it is. The NBA wants more games on TV, more seats sold at games, more viewers on games, and more games in general, and that's what the, what the deal is going to be. All right, last part of the show, as we do every week, until the NFL season happens, until we have that NFL season preview, which I believe the preseason starts in like two and a half weeks. Yeah, it's is, soon. Which is crazy. So we've done, I looked, because I've been keeping track in the back. We've done, after today, we, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 12, 13, 14. After we do this three, we'll have done 17. So we're, we're on the path, but I looked and I said some weeks we got to get three done. So let's do it right now before we get some food. Okay. All right, the first team, the first two teams I did were the Carolina Panthers and the Cleveland Browns. You know why? They did a trade. Yeah, so let's get to the team that just got their new quarterback, starting with the special teams. The Carolina Panthers. Zane Gonzalez, not a bad kicker. Johnny Hecker, actually, too. I forgot they got him from the Rams. One of the better punters in the league. Yeah. So Zane Gonzalez, Johnny Hecker, makes me think fantasy a little bit. Not a bad special teams tab. Starting with the defense, no more Luke Keekley here anymore, but Carolina's been priding themselves on defense for the last couple of years, drafting-wise. On the defensive line, three out of the four main starters are guys they just drafted. Brian Burns, defensive end, not bad. In the middle, they get Derek Brown, the kid they just drafted out of Auburn last year. Matt Ian Ditus, however you pronounce that last name. And Uter Gross... And you two are Gross Matos, the guy they just drafted out of Penn State. Up-and-coming defensive Uter line. You Gross Matos. Yeah. Up-and-coming defensive line, not one of the worst I've seen in a while, but their youth could show against the Tom Brady's of the world. Sure. Linebackers, you got Shaq Thompson, probably the best player on that defense. Fantastic. Dayman Wilson, I think he came from the Chiefs to the Bears. And you got Corey Littleton, who you brought over from the Rams. Mm-hmm. And you got some, some decent backups in there. It's a front seven that needs some growing, and there's not going to get it. Not too many veterans there, but a lot of a lot of Carolina fans are very high on this defense, and maybe that's because of their secondary. Safeties are Jeremy Chin and Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods is a guy that's been around the league a little while with the Dallas Cowboys and teams like that. So you got those two, and then your cornerbacks are young. You got Dante Jackson, and you got J.C. Horn, the kid that I love him. He's the one that tore his ACL last year, and now he's coming back. First round talent, obviously. He's great. And then they also got C.J. Henderson, who Jacksonville drafted, and he didn't really end up being who they thought he would be, so the, the Carolina Panthers traded for him. Overall thoughts on this defense, Jake? I like what you said. It's got some growing to do, but I like a young defense that has upside. I think they're going to be pretty middle of the pack. Yeah, potentially two number one cornerbacks, potentially some guys that will get a lot of sacks this year. I think it's a team that... Their defense is going to have to be good because there's a lot of questions on the offense. Sure. So let's talk about that offense. Offensive line, your two tackles are Ikeem Aquanu, who was their first-round pick this year, I believe. Yes. And then your other tackle, Taylor Matons, not bad. Gritted is one of the better tackles in the league. Your guards are Pat Elfline and Austin Corbett, and your center is Bradley Bozeman. From a names perspective, solid. I like this offensive line. And that's one of the reasons their quarterback was so happy. He even said in his press conference, you get some big-time boys to protect me, and I like what I'm seeing out there with those, at least four of those five guys that will be on the starting line. And Cameron Irving is not a bad backup to have either. Very good offensive line in Carolina. Makes for a Christian McCaffrey as your running back. Jake, I think it's a huge year for him. Really? I, mean, I think he's a little past his prime. It's a, he hasn't been but, healthy for a couple but of years. But you, you protect your guy and, and get him out in open space, and that guy in particular, he can make a lot of plays. And then Chuba Hubbard's not a bad backup to have. They no, like and him. they have Dante Foreman. Dante Foreman's not bad either, so I'm not confident on McCaffrey to play a full 16. It would be nice if he could play at least 12 if I'm a Carolina Panthers fan because they're a middle-of-the-pack team that I don't know. I haven't really done my NFL prediction stuff. Probably not going to make the playoffs, but there are going to be some surprises here and there. They will not. What do you think of their new quarterback? Apparently, it's an open competition. That's what they're saying between Baker and Sam Darnold. You know who's going to be the starting quarterback here. 
And they also drafted Matt Coral. They got P.J. Walker, but it has to be an upgrade with Baker at the helm. Yeah, I, I completely agree. That was the exact word I was going to use, upgrade. Um, Baker is underwhelming as a number one overall pick, but so was Sam Darnold. So he was number one, wasn't he? No, yeah, he was number two. He was number two. Yeah. He was number two. And he'll continue to be number two on this team. I think Baker's going to be the starter. Um just the way it goes, I think that they brought him in for a reason. He's making pretty good money. He's probably not going to sit on the bench. Um, I think they should trade P.J. Walker or move him up the depth chart because he's pretty good. He could probably play somewhere. Mobile dude. Yeah, he could probably play somewhere. So, Who's he, How are his weapons, though? How are his weapons? I, mean, I they, love his weapons. They're not too different. The tight end situation is a little cause for concern there. Who they have last year? Uh, Ian Thomas is supposed to be the guy. Tommy Tremble is the guy they just drafted, actually, so he's going to be a rookie. I like their receivers. I like DJ Moore a lot. I think he's one of the more underrated receivers in the league. I like Robbie Anderson. I think that— He was good with Darnold last year. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that Baker can kind of unlock something with Robbie Anderson because he's a, a real deep threat, and Baker definitely knows how to sling the ball. Um, Marshall was pretty good last year in his rookie year. Yeah, he was. He was solid, and I think Rashard Higgins is pretty decent too. So they're deeper than I thought they were before we went into this. Apparently um, that's one of the better tight ends in the draft. I mean, I don't know I think they have op- I think Baker's going to have some options. I mean— it, it's worse than when he had Odell and Jarvis, but it's better than what he had last year. So I think he'll be fine. Yeah, so the offense, to me, middle of the pack. The me, the defense, middle of the pack. It should be a blah, blah team. Yeah, well, I mean, they're they're 7-10 and 10 or, I mean, a good streak of games. Maybe they're 8-9. and nine. All right, moving on to the team that Baker Mayfield got traded from. It just happened that we didn't go over either one of these. And then we're going to add the last team we're going to do today is the team that the Nikhil Harry thing happened with. Did you see what it you know? No, I don't. We'll break it on the show. All right, special teams for the Browns. Punter is, oh, the guy the Patriots actually had, Corey Bajorqua. He lost the competition to someone a couple years ago. And their kicker is Cade York. Who? I assume he's a rookie. 21-year-old rookie out of LSU. Nice. So that will be their kicker this year. Maybe you'll have him in fantasy. All right, their defense. Cleveland Browns defensive line. I doubt I have them in defense. The defensive line has some names you've definitely heard about. Jadavion Clowney. Who? And Miles Garrett <laughs> is their defensive end. You know who their third defensive end is? Chase Winovich. Because Off the, the bench. Because the Patriots made that trade with him. So they got Clowney and Garrett. I mean, can't get that much better than that. No, that's dirty. Your tackles are Taven Bryan and Jordan Elliott. I mean, Jordan Elliott came from the Dolphins. and he No, he's the one that came from the Dolphins. That was Jordan Phillips, I believe. Yeah, that was, so Jordan Elliott in his second year. And then you got Taven Bryan, who's been around. Jackson. I believe Taven Bryan was a bust from Jacksonville that they drafted really high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think, look, he's wearing his Jacksonville shirt. I think this guy was like, drafted extremely high, and he never panned out. 20, first round, 29th pick, first round in 2018. That's high. That's a first-round pick. Yeah, so he never panned out. We'll see what he that's unlocks. Like, that's like being drafted like at least top three in your position. Yeah, so it, it, it's a good defensive line. Your tackles aren't as good as your ends, but they probably won't need to be. And then you got Winovich as well. And then your linebackers, you got... The kid from Notre Dame that fell in the draft, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa. Yep. A lot of people think he's the best linebacker in the draft. Anthony Walker. Anthony Walker came from the Colts. And then you got Sione Taki-Taki. I just had some he's hibachi. Just had some hibachi. That's unrelated. Um, the linebackers are okay. Owusu-Koromoa is going to have to really show that he's a good linebacker from this draft class. And then your secondary, in my opinion, is top five, maybe yeah, top three I in the league. It. I really do love it. Your safeties, John Johnson from Boston College, Grant Delpit, very good player out of LSU. And those are the two worst players in the secondary. Ronnie Harrison's not too bad either. And then your cornerbacks, Greg Newsom, young kid. Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward, one of the best cornerbacks He's in the incredible. league. This secondary is going to cause a lot of problems for, I mean, think about the division. For who, Mitch Trubisky? You got Trubisky, you got a rookie. Lamar Jackson. You got Lamar Jackson, and then you got a rookie in Pittsburgh. I mean... That's, Can, no, that's Trubisky. I think it's Kenny Pickett. Not right away. You don't think so? No. But Burrow will be fine. Yeah, but this this defense, probably top 10 in the league. I'm, my cause of concern maybe is the linebackers aren't great. But when you get two guys in the line like that, when you get a good secondary with some young studs as well, your defense should be fine. And then the offense, your offensive line, it's a good offensive line day, I guess, because this is another very good line. Your tackles are Jack Conklin and Jedrick Willis Jr. They drafted out of Alabama. Your guard, Joe Batonio is regarded as one of the best guards in the league. Yep. And then Wyatt Teller and Nick Harris is your starting center. Very probably a top five offensive line in the league. We'll see about that. That's the Sean Watson. Deshaun Watson's 
the quarterback one right now. He's not going to play. It's going to be Jacoby Brissett. Yep. Which isn't horrible considering. No, I love it. He was probably the third guy on the depth chart, but it's not going to not going to win you a Super Bowl in my opinion. The running back situation, Jake. It's one of the best in the league with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. It's fantastic. It I has still, to be. I still remember when Kareem Hunt was cut from the Chiefs. Oh, yeah. And, and the Browns scooped him up, and there's no better backup. It's, I hate to even call him a backup. He's, and they get Dennis Johnson, too. Yeah, they're, they're an incredible combination, Chubb and Hunt. They are interchangeable. They complement each other. They are scary. Yeah, so that's going to be um, that's gonna be awesome. And then the real question for me is we talked about Jacoby Brissett. We're not talking about the whole legal shit with Deshaun Watson. Is His weapons are a little different this year. Starting with the tight end, Najoku is due. I think he's due for a big season. I mean, I think he's exactly who he's going to be for his entire career. And we say that every year, too. Harrison Bryant, I think they, dra- they just drafted him, was it last year or this year? 20, yeah, a couple years ago. So he's the backup, not a bad backup to have. And then the wide receiver group, I, this is like the one thing this hap- that happened this offseason I keep forgetting. Amari Cooper's in Cleveland. Yeah. I keep forgetting about that. Yeah. So Amari Cooper, I think a change of scenery for him was much needed. Jacoby Brissett's going to yeah, be he probably, a weird combination. He probably wishes he was playing with Deshaun Watson. But. And then around him, Donovan Peoples-Jones kind of broke out last year. He's fine. David Bell is your third receiver. Anthony Schwartz. He came from somewhere. Jakeem Grant Jr. is a senior. He's a, he's a fast guy. They're missing the Odell Beckham. They're missing the Jarvis Landry. Yeah, I mean... Um, Cooper can do stuff, but they're missing that spectacular catch guy. And Cooper and Peoples-Jones isn't a bad one-two punch. It's There could be a lot better. But to me, my cause for concern here is simple. It's the QB situation and how good is Jacoby Brissett going to be because, I mean, he, he got the best running back situation in the league. He'll Let's be, put it that he'll way. He'll be fine. I think they'll be a 500 team. They're better than Carolina. I yes, mean, overall absolutely. Talent. All right. We're going to type in the team that Nikhil Harry got traded for. We're going to end the show with this team. Let's talk about the trade really quick. Nikhil Harry what happened? got traded for a seventh-round pick. Shocker. That's all it was. So it was a bust of a pick. I'm not surprised at all. That's all they could get for him. Seventh-round pick, I mean. And the team that got him, you have any guesses? It's a total shot in the They're dark. They're on the NFC. Thanks. Um, I'm going to go... It's a team we haven't gone over their depth chart yet. So. Great. That, that helps a little bit. I'm going to go with... Um, not the Cowboys. I don't know why I said that. I was thinking. The, I'm going to go with the total shot in the dark. 49ers. He got traded to... Detroit Lions. The Bears? The Chicago Bears. Ew. So people... He's going to go there and die. Yeah, so Nikhil Harry traded to the Chicago Bears for a, a seventh-round draft pick in 2024. That was the trade. Great. On the radio, Felgren Maz were saying... You're telling me... Hey, we're on the defense. You're telling me they couldn't have given us, like, Dante Pettis? Yeah, seriously. So on the radio, Felgren Maz were saying that Chicago's stupid for doing this, first of all, because the Patriots are probably going to release him. So they probably just could have got him on the waivers. Yeah. Free seventh-round pick. Yay. Second of all, obviously, it was a bust of a move for the Patriots. First-round pick we get for a seventh-round pick. Not next year, but two years from now. And whatever. And third of all is this guy was not going to make the roster on a training camp because our wide receiver depth chart is we got Aguilar. The Bears wanted to ensure they get him. I don't know why, but they did. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, this guy never they panned see out. Something in New we don't. We we could have got rid of this guy two years ago. I mean, it never worked out. I mean, I'm not gonna. I should just write off Nikhil Harry, but maybe a change of scenery does something. And maybe it does, but I don't think this guy's ever going to show that he was a first-round pick. Maybe Fields and Harry is the best combo in the league. Hey, they're coming here on Monday Night Football. That, that would be a kind of a game I kind of want to go to just because of Monday Night Football. The guys from the same draft class and Justin Fields and Mac Attack should be interesting. But overall, hey, if I'm the Patriots, hey. you, you should be happy that you got at least something. But the something is practically a second-round hunter. It's a kicker. Hunter. Yeah, it's something a kicker. like that. So good riddance to Nikhil Harry. I don't wish you any harm out there in Chicago, but it's not a great area. All right. Special teams. Cairo Santos is the kicker. I think he was the kicker last year. And the year before. And Trenton Gill is the punter. Never heard of you. Chicago prides himself with this defense that it seems like their defense is always half decent, but they never win anything. Defensive That's line in from a 
defense perspective, it's looking worse than it's looked in a while, in my opinion. So, defensive line, you get Robert Quinn. I think he's a little past his prime. A little. Al Quidi. Thirty-three. Al Quaden Mohammed is their other defensive lineman from the Colts, who's not terrible. And your defensive tackles are Kyrus Tonga and Justin Jones. Ugh. Yeah, usually, they're, they're, they're terrible. Usually this defensive line actually has some like guys that this are decent. This team sucks. This team, this line's not good. Your linebacker, Roquan Smith's probably your best guy on this defense. And then you got Nick Morrow and Matthew Adams. I didn't realize how bad how bad this front seven was. They, terrible. They lost a lot. They have nothing. They're going to get destroyed. And then... Probably, probably the best part about this defense is the special teams, but it's not. I mean, they're they're secondary, but it's not that great. Eddie Jackson's the best defensive player, the safety, and then you get Jaquan Brisker and Elijah Hicks fighting for that second safety spot, and then your secondary, Jalen Johnson's your number one cornerback, in Duke Shelley. They're going to be is their number two cornerback. Absolutely peppered, all game long. This and Jalen Johnson, your number one cornerback, is only twenty three years old. He's got room to grow, but. But that doesn't mean he's going to be good. Eddie Jackson is good, one of the better safeties in the league. But overall, the defense is horrible. It's horrible. It's really, really bad. Roquan Smith, Eddie Jackson, Robert Quinn, if he still has it in. And besides from that, you're, pu- you're putting on the field a bunch of junk. And I understand it's not one of the better, <laughs> one of the better defense. Practice squad. It's horrible. It's really a bad defense. So let's get to the offense. That has to be a little better. Offensive line, Teven Jenkins, the guy they just drafted in the first round, is good. Or at least he should be good. Cody Whitehair, Lucas Patrick, Willie Wright, Larry Borum. Who? Sounds like guys that I just met at Jake and Joe's or Ikea or something like that. But ugh. Or not your average Joe's. It's not your average defense. It's a horrible defense. Quarterback is Justin Fields. Most certainly. One thing I do like about this team is Justin Fields. I think he's going to be pretty good. I like Dave Montgomery. Yeah, Fields is the quarterback. He was good. Simeon's going to be the backup for him. And they get a good one-two punch there with Montgomery and Khalil Herbert. Sure. Herbert's a guy that... Montgomery is like the next be good. bell cow of the NFL. Oh, yeah. I think Montgomery's very good. He, he's coming off an injury last year. I think he's fine to go. Tight ends, Cole Komet had a pretty good season he's last fine. year. You got Ryan Griffin. These the old, receivers are terrible. The old Texan guy to back him up. These receivers are so freaking bad, they're going to get destroyed. So Your who, number one wide receiver Mooney. is Darnell Mooney. This is a guy that was good two years ago. And then he was last fine. He's not a number one wide receiver in the NFL. Byron Pringle you got from the Chiefs? Yeah, and then they have Harry. They have Tajay Sharp. Okay, the Harry thing makes sense for, from the Bears. They had to... Yeah, he's probably their third best receiver. And then you, you actually got that St. Brown guy from Green Bay. I'm on a same... Oh, no. The brother. Yeah, he's the one from Green Bay. Equinemus. The other St. Brown is nasty. Yeah, I'm on a St. Brown. And Dante then, Pettis is not bad. David Moore has, like, been around. And who the hell is Velas Jones Jr.? I have no idea. 25-year-old that went to Tennessee. <laughs> he's never played. Um, Whoa, he's never played? He's 25? He's never played. So apparently, How did he get on the roster? They're counting on Velas Jones Jr. to be their third receiver. He's taking over. I'm drafting him. Yeah, this Chicago team is probably going to be... They're going to be... Justin Fields is going to have to have an electric season. They're they're like a six-win team with this roster, and that's being pretty generous. They get to play Detroit twice. Yeah, so, I mean, that's going to be interesting to see what happens. So that's Carolina, Cleveland, and Chicago. We only got 15 teams left, and we got a month and a half. I don't know about you, but I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. I want to go play some basketball. Oh, my God. I'm ready. We'll see you next week for episode 99. Talk about problems, but a show next week ain't one. On that note, we will see you next week.